Welcome back to a holiday edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I appreciate you listening this fine Saturday morning. And I'm awfully glad to have as my guest in the studio, Miss Tammy Slay whoop, whoop. from Dallas, Texas, more specifically Frisco, Texas, yeah. which is about 20 miles due north, slightly northeast, Correct. but due north for the most part of Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yep. On the way here to the studio today, you said, you know something I'm noticing different about mm-hmm. Metro Atlanta? Compared to Dallas. I, I remember saying that. Well, I thought that was it. I'm not sure that it's true, by the right. way. We've done no yeah. verification right. of it. But tell the listeners one of the things. You as a resident of Dallas, um, and I think you mentioned it from a, hey, I kind of appreciate this. I kind yeah. of appreciate this. This is really cool. Tell them what you saw, what, what you noticed. So driving here um, from your home and looking around, and we've been to a lot of restaurants you know, since we've been dating for yep. the last year and a half yep. um, when I'm in town, is... There seems to me, again, no research, but there seems to be a higher number of mom and pop or small business restaurants instead of a lot of chain restaurants. And that's something that I just have noticed in this area and especially the restaurants that we go to and eat. I would say... 90% 90% of the restaurants, anytime we got to eat. They're not big national chains. No, there might not. be a few of them locally. But, but and, and and you do have, like, I, I'm going to say you have every, like, chain of fast yeah. food and every other mm-hmm. restaurant that you can possibly imagine in Dallas. And I don't know if what you're saying, because like my favorite restaurant that we've eaten at uh, a couple of times, maybe only even one time, is the pizza place right around oh, the corner. And I think yes. that's just an individual, probably family-owned restaurant. So mm-hmm. you, you've probably got some. And here's what I think. As you said that, driving to the studio, I thought, well, oh, okay. So maybe the city of Atlanta has more unique flavors when it comes to eating in certain areas. And that adds to the livability. That adds to the satisfaction someone would have with living in areas. There's nothing wrong with chains. No. But there's something really cool about having something that is unusual. It, it is. And and I know there's area of, of Dallas, Deep Elm and Uptown and Lower Greenville. When you get into the heart of Dallas where there's more of those. But I, maybe I just eat out more here. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm kind of curious about it. So I imagine, because you and I do a lot of research on things when yeah. we're together, that <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's something wrong with both of us. Oh, let's look that up. Let's look that up. We wear Google out we do. when we are together. We wear Google out. So if you're listening and you have a favorite non-chain restaurant, I'd love to hear about it. Mm. You can connect with me on Facebook. You can look me up, Cleve Gaddis, C-L-E-V-E-G-A-D-D-I-S. Just remember, Cleve is short for Cleveland. Or you can go to our company page, which is Gaddis Group. You'll find Gaddis Group at Remax Center uh, on Facebook as well. And I'd love for, if you're listening, for you to go and tell us what your favorite restaurant is in Metro Atlanta. And don't forget, if you want to connect with us, it is so easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments about anything we've talked about. Uh, the comments that I hear most often are, oh, when's Tammy going to be back on? When's Tammy <laughs> going to be back on? I love her accent. I'm here. You can share ideas with us if you want to. You can submit questions that we answer on the radio. You can challenge stuff we're talking about. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And I think most importantly, you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for everybody who listens to the show and everybody who doesn't listen to the show to be a podcast subscriber. When a buyer 
or a seller mm -hmm. is looking to hire somebody to represent them, and I mean hire a licensee who works for a licensed broker in the state, um, what should they be looking for? Because I think in some cases, Tammy, when people look for somebody to represent them, they're just looking for somebody who's their friend. And I have nothing against my friends. I love my friends, but I would not hire a friend to represent me in a transaction where I was going to spend seven or $800,000 because I wouldn't want to work with somebody. I wouldn't want to have somebody that I was not willing to get rid of, that mm -hmm. I was not willing to fire. So what do you think buyers and sellers should be looking for before they sign brokerage relationship agreements with brokers? I think um, they should be looking for an upfront conversation that hits um, on the obligations of one party and another. I don't, I don't believe, my personal belief, is that their first conversation is, um, you know, opening a door. Mm -hmm. I believe there should be some kind of just true conversation around, this is how the commission works. This is how I get paid. Yeah. This is my obligation to you. This is your obligation to me. Right. And um, and then also a brief overview of the process. A real estate agent works a lot like a facilitator. They they're they're not the attorney. Mm -hmm. They're not the title, you know, escrow agent. They're not the inspector. They're right. not the appraiser. Right. But they're the facilitator who connects all those people when they need to be connected. So I'm thinking about all of the professionals that I've used over the years, and I'm not talking about specifically for real estate transactions because I happen to know a really good broker. His name is Cleve Gaddis, <laughs> um, and I, 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 I take care of my own transactions. But how many times have I had a relationship with someone professionally uh, when that relationship was very, very important to me where I didn't fully understand what my obligations were to them and what their obligations were to me. I think it is common. And my guess is that if many people who were listening to the show thought about whether or not they truly understood their relationships with their accountant, with their doctor, with their whatever, they would say they probably don't truly understand it. I agree. And so think about having that conversation up front. It's an uncomfortable conversation. It really is. It's an, It can be a very uncomfortable conversation. To, and and for a client, kind of boring. I well, mean, I, I don't. I, and I know it sounds terrible, but it's like, oh yeah, yawn, yawn. Why are you giving me all these details? But here's what I think would be interesting: if you had some obligations to me, and you and you're the you're the broker, and I'm the client, uh -huh. and you spelled them out clearly, and we got into a little bit of trouble, or we got a little bit off track, me understanding what's your deal, what's my deal. How do we make this work together? That would be so important. Not that we would, by the way, stay fast friends forever. Not that we would always be on the same page. But for me to understand what you're supposed to do and what I'm supposed to do would be huge. So we just took a trip. And and I don't know how much time we got We on did? This. We did. We just took a trip. We have about you four and a half minutes right. left in this segment. But okay. that's okay. If it spills over to the next segment, we can do that as well. Can you imagine... Booking a hotel room and not knowing how much it's going to cost you until you checked out. And that's, <laughs> no. that's what no. a lot of sellers and even buyers. But when they get into this real estate process, there's a, there's a lot of money involved. And most real estate agents are uncomfortable having a conversation around the finances involved, especially oh. when it comes to their own fee. And then when we blindside people at the closing table and they see that fee, it hurts. 
So, so, and, and my guess is if you are in some type of relationship with somebody and they've had a hard time outlining for you how their fee structure works, that that's not the only cost you need to be worrying about because if they're not communicating clearly with Correct. you, they're not communicating clearly with other people. So sounds to me like your advice, and you correct me or add to this if you want to, your advice is you need to work with somebody that clearly explains everything up front. And so if you get into, a, oh my gosh, I'm being schooled by Tammy or schooled by Cleve, <laughs> you probably should embrace that because it could be something that's very, very good. Oh, well, very good, but an indicator that this is someone in front of you who is not afraid to have uncomfortable conversations on your behalf throughout the entire process because negotiation is uncomfortable. <laughs> sometimes it's more uncomfortable for one side than the other. I laugh sometimes because I think I'm more comfortable with uncomfortable negotiations. That's so funny. Hey, this segment, before we run out of time here, this segment is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. John makes it his mission, and you've met John, mm -hmm. uh, Tammy, to guide each home buyer step-by-step -step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available. And Really, he wants them just to be able to make the best decisions along the way. He has a heart of a teacher. He's the only one I ever get mortgages for. From 678-226-7887, 678-226-7887. A lot of people, Tammy, who are looking to buy a home have been shut down. They are stuck. They are powerless. They feel powerless about being able to move forward buying a home because interest rates are so much higher. Mm -hmm. You had something that you wanted to talk about. We've only got about two <laughs> minutes left in the segment, but there was something that you wanted to talk about specifically. Uh, I want to talk about your program, and oh. that's your interest rate offset I mean, this system. is almost like you and I decided this together in advance of this segment. This is awesome. I like Actually, this. Actually, it was me who decided oh. and told you I would like for you to talk about this. And it's a fascinating system, and it can help so many people. And I would love for your listeners um, to understand even a little bit of an understanding of what could be possible here. Agent friend of mine is feeling frustrated because he, he's like, these interest rates are driving everybody crazy. And I, he was thinking, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to continue to stay in this business in 2023. He decides, well, I can either be affected negatively by what's going on around me in the world, or I can figure out how to do something positive, and I need to do some research and make sure I know as much as I need to know. He did some research. He looked at the last three transactions that he had done and realized that the savings that his buyers were able to get in terms of a discount off of the list price and some concessions from the closer, I mean clo uh, the seller, toward closing costs or appraisal fees or whatever the heck it might be, and he realized that he was able to save the buyer anywhere from 50 to 125% of all of the additional interest they would pay in the first seven years. Oh, my gosh. So I, he created a program called uh, Interest Rate Offset. And it's what we do at Gaddis Group and the Valley Team right here in Metro Atlanta is when you want to buy a home in today's market, even if it's a little bit of an additional interest rate, we don't want it to cost you anything. Can we continue this discussion yeah, after the break? Yes. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on interest rate offset, and we're going to also uh, talk about agents who maybe don't work quite as much as they should during the holidays. Stick with us. We've got those subjects and more. We'll be back. <laughs> 